Well, I mean, I can just go with the old intro. Yeah, sure. Why not start it out? I'm drinking something okay. and smoking uh, well. something. I'm going for a crossfade tonight. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the Drunken Sabbath Show 2022. Older, drunker, or Mike, pro- probably older, less drunk. I'm going to, my, my name's Dave. I'm going to pour myself a Hendrix Lunar gin right now. Scottish gin. It's delicious. Ooh. Here, you can listen. I don't know if you can hear that. Little gin ASMR yeah. for you there. So that's what I'm drinking. Um, and Chris, uh, after I, you, I am Chris, and I've already pre-poured, but I'm just going with a good old-fashioned rum and coke. So I'm just gonna perfect do that in the microphone there, so everybody can hear it. Um, so it's um, it's been a while. It has a been bit, a while. Bit. We're uh, older. Not, I mean, it's not saltier. like much has happened, right? <laughs> No, just yeah. uh, more of the same right-wing people trying to take away rights and uh, school shootings happening every other week and a mass shooting to fill in those in-between weeks, um, sometimes at grocery Wh- stores. When did sometimes. we last record? Fuck, I don't even know. Uh, my guess would be I like, was it during, did we record it all during the pandemic? I have. I, did I have a kid? I don't know. I, I think you, maybe I, she was... Either she was just born or very early, like right before her being born, born. <laughs> so it's probably been two years. Yeah, at least. I think the last time uh, we recorded, Trump was still in office. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Fuck me. So, yeah. That was Welcome a wild back ride, to the huh? Welcome Sabbath show. <laughs> Yeah, pretty pretty cool, pretty cool. We had a pandemic in there. Um, yeah, so let's just call it two years. What have you been up to for the last two years? Um, finishing school, getting diagnosed with a couple mental illnesses. Um, Sweet. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, I started a new band with uh, some some old friends. Um, I've, uh, gotten more anti-Christian as I've gotten older, um, like militantly anti-Christian almost, um, and really all Abrahamic religion, not to just a pigeonhole only Christians. Um, and that's about it. I've got my kids like almost a teenager now. That's fucking crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. She's about to turn 11. So she's Jesus, really? Yeah, she's officially going to be a, a preteen in two months. Uh, I'm not, my kid's two. I'm not looking forward to that. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's like aspects of it that are like fucking horrible. <laughs> but then there's also <laughs> there's also like parts of it that are like really fun because as she's getting older, it's like she's grasping a little bit more of, you know, the way the world works and things like that. And, um, it's been kind of sometimes fun, sometimes scary as shit to explain how the world works. Uh, but yeah, Yeah. it's been, uh, it's been pretty nuts, but it's been, uh, good. I've had, I had COVID during the pandemic. Um, that sucked. Uh, yeah, somehow we made it almost a whole year, even traveled the world during the beginning of the the outbreak and didn't end up getting it. But then it was like Halloween 2020. Somehow we ended up getting it. <laughs> Do you, are you all, uh, all vaccinated with your, your Bill Gates, Microsoft 5g vaccines? Yeah. But my signal I thought was going to be better, but I mean, it's still, you know, I mean, it's pretty good, but it still gets spotty every now and then. I thought for sure I'd have like a hundred percent connection. I mean, cause I got, I had COVID then I got vaccinated and then I got boosted, so I'm like, I've got like triple 5G protection, so I don't know what the fuck is going yeah. on. Yeah, I didn't get COVID, but I've had the three shots, and T-Mobile 5G still sucks in Colorado, so I'm, I'm re- frankly, I'm disappointed. I really thought it was going to be better. Yeah, I actually have T-Mobile 5G too, and it's, it, in my house, it's great, it's fantastic, but there's like spots like when I'm at work in Mission Valley, um... Mission Valley's huge, so nobody knows exactly where I work. Um, but uh, there's a like a ton of just dead spots in that area. 
Like when when you're yeah. going through the the eight little thoroughfare. It's bold of you to assume anybody's going to listen to this. Yeah, that's true. Although surprisingly, <laughs> um, uh, with a uh, w- welcome to our new platform, we are going to be using Anchor uh, FM, a Spotify company. This is not sponsored, but that's just yes. who, who we're fucking using. Um, but anyway, they've been pretty. They're pretty good at getting listeners. I have uh, another podcast that I've been doing. I only did have done two episodes, and then I got just a life happened. Um, but, uh, I started generating a, a good amount of, of likes and follows on Instagram and everything else from not doing anything other than just an occasional post. So, um, Ugh. yeah, Spotify does get, I'm, I'm uh, not, I, get their I, listeners. <laughs> I, I warn you now, I'm not going to be promoting this on Instagram. I'm just, I'm not going to oh, no, do that's it. That's fine. I'll be the only one to do it. It's uh, cause I'll just, probably, I'll tie it into my other one and then it'll just be like uh the nexus feed on on instagram perfect perfect um, yeah no it's all good um so what's up uh you you've got a toddler now instead of a newborn maybe the last time we recorded yeah, <laughs> yeah she just turned two so it's been a it's been an interesting pandemic with a toddler and try not to get covid try not to try not to you know isolate her from the world entirely but also trying to keep her from getting sick um so that's yeah. been fun uh shit what else has happened right at the beginning of the pandemic um she was born like the day before colorado springs got locked down and then a week later i lost my job because my company got acquired and they didn't want to have anybody out of state um and then they then the new company was like okay we do want you so we're gonna pay you more to be a contractor so that's what i've been doing fun um yeah I'm just kind of overcharging them for the work I was doing before, which is fine with me. Whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, what else has been going on? Hmm. Haven't gotten COVID. That's, um, that's pretty impressive, in just in itself. <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been trying to be pretty careful. Just um, you know, because our kid was a preemie, she was ten weeks early, so we're just trying not to. I mean, she's she's totally fine now, but yeah. at the beginning, you know, she was like she was two pounds, so we were really trying not to risk anything with that oh yeah yeah i can't even imagine if because like my daughter was a preemie too and she was one pound six ounces so um i couldn't imagine like what it would be like during a pandemic to have a preemie yeah i mean it was we obviously we we masked up (laughs) yeah no no family except us allowed so um you know none of our family got to come in and help or come in and meet her in the nicu so yeah it it wasn't wasn't great yeah definitely not ideal but um no, but I got to say, Children's Colorado is amazing. So if you're going to have a baby or if you if you end up in the NICU, do it there because they're yeah. really, really good. Yeah, it's funny. Um, uh, Same thing here in San Diego. There's just one place, Mary Birch. That's the only place to go if you have a preemie. And not that you always have a choice yep. of where you are when that happens. But, um, yeah, they're amazing there. My daughter was in there for 105 days. Um, oh, yeah. Got to speed 99. Yeah. Oh, six days. Um, yep. yeah, she was, uh, her hospital bill was over a million dollars. Luckily we have good insurance. So we only had to pay like six grand or something like that. But even that was, is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I checked Olivia billed over 2 million. Oh shit. Oh yeah. I mean, we, she, I think we paid 17,000. She came almost a decade later. So I guess in, with inflation. Yep. Yeah. If I remember right, it was, it was like, it was like thirteen hundred bucks a day. Just, I think it was just for the room. It was like thirteen hundred a day, and then obviously you know food, medicine, everything on top of that. It was nuts. Jesus Christ, that's crazy that your out of pocket was that high too. But I yeah, mean, well, I mean, that, well, it was out of out of pocket for the whole year was seventeen thousand, but we hadn't really oh, spent gotcha. anything yet, so it it worked out to be about seventeen. Oh, gotcha. Um, and we have Kaiser, which is fucking expensive. It's like $900 a month anyways, because I'm a contractor, so it's all out of pocket. Oh, yeah. So, no, we had Anthem. Anthem's pretty pretty decent, I guess. Kaiser in California fuck, is actually... Fuck the American healthcare system, oh, by the way, absolutely. while we're at it. Yeah, I have I have an ongoing issue right now. Um, my back's pretty fucked up, and uh, I couldn't get a doctor's appointment for almost two months. 
to see my primary care physician. And I'm like, isn't this what they were saying they were afraid of happening if we were yeah. on single payer? So please tell me how single payer would be worse than what we're already dealing with. And we're paying out the fucking nose for it. So we're, we're paying out yeah. the nose for shittier care. It's yeah, pretty much. Oh God. It's so frustrating. It's like, Oh yeah. By the way, I talked about, uh, I have a couple of mental illnesses, so I do have biweekly therapy. It's something that I, comes up with my therapist almost fucking weekly is how shitty the american healthcare system is yeah but, yeah and i really i mean as far as insurance companies go i really really like kaiser however it is goddamn expensive yeah yeah i mean they're when we had kaiser i was totally happy with them their pediatrics are amazing like barn like i mm-hmm. you know i've never experienced better pediatrics than i did at kaiser and w- with um anthem it's okay you have a little bit more choice on where you go and stuff like that but not really because you have to pick your network and then if you go out of that network right. you're royally fucked it just so happens that my network um i did end up going to urgent care for my back just so i could get a note from work to stop lifting heavy shit and um they uh they when i went up there they uh it was all the way up like 40 no 20 ish miles away from my house because they don't have any uh urgent cares like south of the eight everything's like north county <laughs> right that I sucks like, i was like man this is fucking stupid <laughs> but yeah yeah, anyway, yeah american healthcare sucks a giant dick uh we can't seem to stop kids from getting murdered in mass um but we're going to keep forcing people to we have them now. To. Now we're going to start forcing people to have kids that are then just going to end up dead in a school yep. somewhere. So I don't know, man. It's all fucked if, up. I just watched that George Carlin doc on HBO, and I was just like, God damn it. That guy needed to be alive right now. <laughs> Most of which, his shit which is... Which one? All of his shit is still so relevant. The abortion bit that he had, um, where uh, if you're pre-born, you're loved, but if you're preschool, you're fucked. <laughs> like, there's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, just like the he has bits about how fucked up our healthcare system is. How we've got like we've always got money to to send our kids to war, but we don't have it to you know help the homeless or you know pay for healthcare or pay for food stamps or any of those things. Hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, in our healthcare system, the system is designed to move money from my pocket to someone else's, and any medical care I get along the way is incidental. It's it's not the point at all. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's they accidentally help my, my health. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've that definitely exactly correct. I've definitely gone more holistic in my the way I view my healthcare, I don't just like, I used to be like, Oh, whatever they make a pill for whatever. And you know, if I get high blood pressure, but now I'm like more of, uh, trying to use food as my medicine and, uh, activity yeah. and things like that. Just trying to just be a healthier person and not need, yeah. uh, the healthcare system as much, which is kind of fucked up. But I mean, that's just kind of how it has to be, which is good for longevity, I guess in general, but it is, it just sucks that it's like yeah it, I've been doing I've been doing the same thing yeah it's just it's weird that it's like it's a financial decision more than anything else at this point <laughs> oh for sure yeah it has I mean it has to be there's no there's no way around it yeah no we actually have a, my last checkup oh go ahead on my last checkup my labs were approaching actual fat guy levels so since mm-hmm. November I've just I've basically just cut out any added sugar Oh, um, nice. and just doing that, I've lost, I've lost 30 pounds cause sugar is fucking poison, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's still my main, my main weakness, but I, I, I've curbed it for the most part. We went plant-based, um, two years ago. So, I mean, we still eat eggs and cheese and shit cause it's delicious, but, um, we cut meat out of the diet, um, which has yeah. been good. I've been like, I can mostly eat like whatever I want and maybe gain a pound or two and then like within a week i'm like back down to like 200 pounds again so uh there's definitely less yo-yoing without without meat in the diet um i'm not opposed to meat we just uh hate the way that the american uh farming industry treats uh the uh the food that we eat basically um so we just make sure 
so since we cut meat out and meat's fucking expensive, um, it's actually been help uh, financially, but it also has left room to buy, you know, more expensive cheeses and shit to make sure that we're buying like free range, you know, pasture raised shit. Yeah, which is yeah. which is fine. cows that get jerked off regularly so they're happy yeah exactly you know it's important yeah I, we are a very sex positive household <laughs> which is it's... bovine mental health is extremely important in the cheese hey man that's what those commercials always said uh you know good milk comes from california because that's where happy cows are actually now i'm considering i said the cows get jacked off but it's not male cows that make the cheese so i'm really no, wondering no, it's not <laughs> what... that's where the term dick cheese Wondering comes from going. maybe <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, we've been trying to reduce meat, um, but it's the problem is, uh, you know, we like meat, but we also hate the farming system and the way they're treated. So there's a yeah. place here that we could try to get meat from, you know, like a local farmer, but it is so expensive. Yeah, and it's it's another bullshit. Uh, can you tell that we're both like on the death to America train lately? But yeah, <laughs> it's another bullshit. <laughs> it's like another bullshit symptom of our system where like you got to be pretty financially well off to be able to afford you know cows that aren't slaughtered and abused just in horrific ways you know yeah or just healthy it's like meat in general like right cause even if that's not the route you go say you you're a hunter you know you want to go shoot a deer or something like that even just getting the equipment the hunting tag a truck and then having to pay a butcher and everything else to like and then having a freezer you got to pay for the electricity to keep that fucking thing frozen for a year cuz that's your meat for the year i mean like uh yeah i mean even even like doing it the quote unquote old school way of going and getting your own meat isn't a cheap endeavor good good food is like healthy food is not a working class thing anymore really it's it's fucked up no, and I I think a big part of it is that people need to learn how to grow their own food. <laughs> I mean, that's a big part of it. Like, at me and uh, the wife are, are working towards that. We've been, like, slowly working on the backyard to get to a point where we can just, since we're plant-based, grow, like, you know, 80% of our food just in the backyard. And then uh, the yeah. rest of what are like our, our meat substitutes and stuff, we'll still have to buy from the store, but lettuce and sweet potatoes and all that kind of shit. We have a huge yard that, I mean, yeah, the dogs need their section to run around and shit and stuff, but the rest of the yard is just wasted space that could be, we could be using to grow food. And uh, that's like, that's, and that's a uniquely American thing is to have this huge yard for nothing other than f- f- what fucking grass. Like I live in California, that's fucking stupid. We're always in the state of drought. Like, why would I just have grass? Yeah, <laughs> here too. And the other thing with that is, um, you know, not every fam like most people have to have two incomes in their family now. So not everybody has time to have a fucking garden in the backyard anymore. You know, it's not. Yeah, that is true. It's not 1945. You know, where dad gets a factory job and mom stays home and can work in the garden. It, it's like it. You got if you have two yeah. incomes and kids. You know, you take them to school, you both go to work, you get them from school, or maybe they walk home from school and they're there when you get home. I mean, I guess dinner, homework, bed, wake up again. In terms of like with the the modern, like post pandemic world with so many more people working from home, um, you should have the time to like, you know, on your 15 minute break from work, go out and water your plants or whatever. You know what I mean? Like um, that, that is, uh, or, or I mean, the government honestly should subsidize uh, poor communities, like poor houses that want to grow their own food with, you know, drip irrigation systems and things like that so that they can start their own garden or maybe just more community gardens, you know, or something like that. Like I, I was reading it, it's um, I was going to say before uh, me and the wife have like this kind of 10 to 12 year plan um, to get the fuck out of America and head to Europe. <laughs> so, um uh, our our big thing is just to be in a place where we don't have to worry about this shit all the fucking time. Um, yeah. But uh, in the meantime, granted, we live in California, which is probably the most liberal state. Not that we're perfect at everything. I'm a rabid environmentalist, and even California does a lot of stupid shit that I don't agree with. <laughs> um but, uh, I mean, it's like we are just in a constant state of drought, and even if we did do that whole thing here, it would be probably detrimental to our water supply and or even just those 
uh, poor communities their their pocketbooks because water rates are always getting hiked up here. But yeah, if we could get a government subsidized system, which again, that's why we want to go to Europe. You could probably get something like that there, but it's fucking not going to happen in America. Yeah, I've I've long. I mean, even before I was whatever I am now, communist, anarchist, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, there's There was a lot of times, especially living in California, where you drive by like a big, enormous lawn in a common area of a neighborhood. And it's yeah. like, why why is that just a lawn? You know, why isn't there a community garden? Yeah, and I mean, I get having parks for kids and, and dog parks sure. and stuff yeah, like absolutely. that. Or the biggest one that I don't get, and this is one that uh, was in that Carlin doc, it was uh, his bid on golf courses. Like, we have plenty of space to house the homeless. We have, he, he like worked it up and said it, it was something like 482,000 square miles of golf courses in the United States that is plenty of space that you could build, you know, some cheap um, uh, housing for the homeless. Like, it's yeah, it's so ridiculous. Grow. Oh yeah, yeah. You could also grow farm shit and stuff like that. But um, there's there's plenty of things. I mean, honestly, the future of farming, I think, is going to end up being indoor, um, just because of climate change. But um, who knows how that's how you know when and how that's going to end up rolling out. Um, if it does, then food will get a lot cheaper. But until then, it won't. <laughs> And because uh, still... it won't though, because there's there's going to be some corporation yeah, that rolls exactly. in and fucks it up, to, you know, to charge you for it. There always is. Yeah, I know it's fucked up. I I keep having this feeling like, honestly, the only answer is revolution, and I I'm not going to be the one to start it. I'm probably not even going to participate, but that's really the only way that it, shit's going to change. You need like the fucking French style go out and murder the aristocracy style revolution. <laughs> um, and I, I hate to say that, and I'm not inciting any violence. I'm just saying that that is the only way that shit is really going to fucking change. Cause right now we have an outdated institution in the Senate that is never going to go away. We have outdated institutions in the electoral college that are never going to go away. We have a fucked up corrupt Supreme court that is now basically forever going to be compromised um yeah we're fucked we're basically fucked without a full revolution mm-hmm. yeah i, I mean, am not that's... inciting violence i am saying if all the billionaires were dead tomorrow i wouldn't cry but i'm not saying anybody should do anything to cause that no no if anything my my real like gets my dick fucking hard wet dream is imagining them blowing up in their penis rockets on their way to space oh i, I know <laughs> that, that that is if the... not for all the innocence on jeff bezos stupid cock rocket i was just like okay crash 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 yeah exactly and even then it's like well you know if you want to make an omelet you got to crack a few eggs like <laughs> yeah but william shatner was on there too i don't want to lose william shatner but uh... if jeff bezos Turns into a lawn dart in the desert. I'm not going to cry too much. William Shatner's lived a long, long, you know what? That's true. Life. The man's you had a what? good life. I mean, like, how how much more time does that motherfucker need? Like, he was cap. He was Captain Goddamn Kirk. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. That dude pulled. More- Actually, you know what? I, you know what I was thinking, and I, not that I hoped it would happen, but if Captain Kirk had died in a rocket crash, like an actual spacecraft crash, yeah, it would be pretty. That would have been. <laughs> That's like that's like the way you want to go out if you're Captain Kirk. Oh yeah, you know it'll be quick. There's not going to be any pain. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're instantly incinerated. Like, it's fine. That's just that would be just be like the the cap on the career. Yeah. Went to actual space and died doing it. Yeah, that'd be a hell of a. St- you'd go down in history for for the rest of everything. Like a thousand years from now, he'll still be read about in like some book. But whatever, he didn't. His loss. And ours too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, me and the wife uh, have been, been like cool. adamantly against buying anything from Amazon. Um, so we've and we've been really on a a, a shop local kick lately. Um, we haven't gone to a. I don't even remember the last time we went to a chain restaurant. Um, but yeah, we're just. I don't know. It's just like after our experience of uh of traveling over to Europe and seeing a different way of life and how life could be. 
it made us just go like, what the fuck? We're just, we are royally fucking up in America. Like, um, like one of the, one things is, um, like, uh, that the, the mass shooting in Buffalo showed us is, uh, the realization that capitalism has created these fucked up food deserts in poor and underserved communities. Um, meanwhile in the UK, every single housing community, it doesn't matter how close to each other they are. Every single one has to have its own, uh, shop like supermarket. It doesn't have to be a big one, but it's a place to go get your, your basic necessity groceries. Um, it has to have a pub of course, cause it's fucking Britain. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that is a necessity. Um, and it has to have like an inn and like a couple other things, but, um, it, it, the, just the functionality of how everything worked just, just in London, a huge city, was just blew me away like how consistent the public transportation was how um thoughtful the communities were laid out um just that just everything about it i i don't know we just kind of fell in love with that just like you mean if i wake up and we're out of eggs i don't have to get in my car and drive 10 minutes to the nearest grocery store i could just walk five minutes down the street to the to the fucking local supermarket thing like yeah i don't know it's just it's really fucked up and live and i live in a a a poor neighborhood so it's like i i know what living in a food desert feels like we have a food for less that's a a five minute drive away but it's a five minute drive it's not a walk away (laughs) and do they have i honestly haven't been in a food for less in like 20 years do they have good produce or is it just like canned shit um they have decent produce um it's it's ralph's kroger so i mean it like their produce is okay Okay. but i mean it's like it's just it's always jam-packed full of people because it's like that one grocery store serves like four different neighborhoods like that that's that's what's fucked up and then and if anything happened to that grocery store your your only two other options is a walmart or a target like not even another grocery store like <laughs> like there's there's no sprouts you know that that are close by there's no trader joe's there's no not even a fucking aldi which is like you know poor people health food but <laughs> um yeah it's just it's fucked here and i think any any underserved area in america and i live in california so i can only imagine how bad it would be in like mississippi or louisiana or somewhere like that yeah we're pretty lucky here i mean we don't live in a poor neighborhood it's not a it's not a rich neighborhood either it's it's an older you know like 1970s kind of neighborhood yeah. but um I'm trying to think of, there's, there's nothing walking but there's a there's a couple sprouts and a you know the supermarket chain's relatively close so it's not too bad i'm trying to think if there's any place in colorado springs where they don't have a supermarket there probably is down on the south side but it's actually not that bad here as far as food deserts go yeah um there's a lot of farmers markets you got to drive to them but there's a lot of stuff like that around here too yeah, well, I mean, and that's the that's my big problem is the the having to drive to it thing. Like, mm-hmm. why why does everything have to be so car centric in this fucking country? Like that that's what kills me, and that's part of my rabid environmentalism. But I mean, and I'm also a car guy, which puts me at at odds with myself all the time. But um, I I have you know. Uh, optimism for the future of electric driving and things like that. But regardless, it, life shouldn't require you to have a car. Like you should be able right. to live a comfortable, dignified life without ever having to own a fucking car. Yeah. I mean, you got to live in New York or some other city like that. It's not going to happen in most of America. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's fucked. Like, I don't even, I, I get that America's too big to have like a countrywide, you know, system of uh trains and shit like that i i get it but localized cities like big cities should all have functional public transportation like i just don't understand like how a state like california allowed the car and gas industries to basically put all of their public transportation shit on hold and go towards the the freeway model of transportation like i don't know i haven't read the history about it but it's just like it just it's it seems weird that a country that's as 
progressive as we are, or state rather, sorry, we might as well be our own country, state, um, as progressive as the state is, that like we would allow something like that to happen. Well, since since the end of World War II, we've been constantly propagandized that a car is the ultimate symbol of freedom. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's part of American culture. You're not a free American if you don't have a car, and preferably a big fucking truck. No, oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. I traded in my uh, my Jetta for a Prius. I I went full environmentalist. I drive a fucking Prius now. And it's actually funner to drive than people think. Yeah, not to, and I'm not, I'm not gonna say it's as fun as my Jetta, but it is. There is a little button no, that says not. power mode, and you can press that button, and then you're using the electric and the gas motor at the same time, and it'll fucking get up and go. <laughs> Doesn't handle well, but it'll go. <laughs> I sold my Jeep, my little Jeep Renegade, oh, um, yeah. because. Like three years ago, my my uh, father in law bought a new truck for his for himself for a retirement present, and he sold me his old GMC for a grand. Uh-huh. Um, so I just got rid of my Jeep because I don't need two cars, and uh, I'm not gonna buy a new one because I mean, if I go out and buy a new Prius, that's still not as ecologically friendly or as economical you know, uh, as my yeah. no, I got a 25 year old truck. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I definitely I got yeah. a used Prius, and it was a because of the way that gas has, has been, um, and this was before gas went really crazy, uh, my Jetta barely lost any value at all. So, like, because I bought yeah. my Jetta used, because I always buy my shit used, because I'm not a consumerist whore. But, um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, uh, because I bought both things used, it was like it was almost just a straight trade. I had to pay out of pocket for like the taxes on the Prius, but other than that, it was. Right. Basically, the Prius and the Jetta were was an even swap. Only now it it went from it would probably cost me close to seventy dollars to fill up the Jetta with gas prices the way they are. It cost me like forty bucks to fill up the Prius, and it lasts me twice as long. Yeah, I mean, it, it cost me a hundred dollars to fill my truck right now, twelve miles to the gallon. But it cost me one thousand dollars, and there's no payment, and registration every year is like fifty bucks. So. Gas would have to get a lot more expensive for it to still be for it to not be economical, you know, compared to going out and getting a payment. Oh yeah, well, and you work from home too, so it's not like you're driving like right. A crazy so I don't drive all that much anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that. No, the people that piss me off, even in California, are the ones that drive those big ass fucking trucks like every day as their commuter, and they're like they're not even a contractor or anything. It's just like a, a fucking soccer mom in a lifted F one fifty. Yeah, that that's why we have freeways because we've been propagandized forever that it's the you know it's the symbol of freedom yeah no i and don't get me wrong i like fast cars i don't really like big trucks but i i would love to have a fast car but yeah yeah you know i i got super excited because um uh porsche announced that they're gonna be making my dream car into they're gonna continue it as an electric vehicle so i was like fuck yes there's still hope when i move to europe i can buy a porsche for way less than i'd get it in america and It'll be electric <laughs> and they'll have a network yeah. that I can charge it on. That's yeah. That's the other thing too, is we don't have that infrastructure here yet. Yeah. Um, here in, in California in specifically in San Diego, um, we just passed a new budget that included, um, a good amount of money for, uh, an electric charging network for the, the more rural areas of San Diego. Cause right now there's, there's plenty of charging ports in like, you know, along the, the 805 five, you know, where the money is. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I mean, even, uh, even in like, uh, national city, Chula Vista area, like Plaza Bonita has uh charging ports that they just put in too. So, um, they're going up pretty much everywhere. Uh, but yeah, this one will, will put it into like the more like unincorporated areas and stuff like that to encourage, more rural people to go electric, I guess. Yeah, fine with me. I do have concerns about where we're going to put all these batteries. What's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. These super fucking toxic batteries when you're done with your Prius. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of, uh, like a, there's, it's a no win situation when it comes to, again, this is why we need to get rid of the car centric model. I mean, it's, that's kind yeah, of the whole absolutely. point. <laughs> uh, um, Actually, I know exactly what we're going to do with them. 
we're going to do the same thing we do with all of our other e-waste. We're going to ship it to Indonesia and places like that Yeah. for the pores to deal with. That Because that's what we do with our cell phone waste, everything, yeah. just plastic waste just gets shipped over there, over there. Yeah, that's true. I know we, um, like, literally everything we buy, we try to, like, even, like, the products at the grocery store, we try to limit the amount of plastic stuff that we buy. Um, it's just, it's fucking hard because everything comes in plastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what pisses me off is vegetables wrapped in plastic. Just, oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. Oh, I know. I people... my single cucumber wrapped in plastic. Just throw that shit in a bag. Yeah. A paper bag. Yeah, exactly. Like, people they kind of look at you funny. Like, because when we go produce shopping, we'll put most of our produce just like in our bag without that little plastic, you know, veggie condom that they have everywhere yeah um and it's yeah. just like what i'm gonna wash my produce like it doesn't like it doesn't matter if it touches a couple right. things it's getting as soon as i get it home it's getting washed <laughs> but yeah i don't know yeah, people are fucking weird about stuff i know it's strange we're yeah well do we want to do we want to segue into the most recent events yeah, we might as well. I mean, we're so fucked up in in every way. It's it's yeah. Uh, we've already covered healthcare and uh, and food, <laughs> so now we might as well go on Veggie to guns, condoms. guns and religion. I will preface this by saying I own guns. I have a concealed weapons permit. I carry a gun almost every day. I am also one hundred percent for an assault weapons ban. I don't need an AR fifteen or an AK forty seven to defend my home if someone breaks in. I don't need an AR or an AK-47 to hunt. You, yeah. I, well, you don't need one to overthrow the government. Like the, the idea that these fuckers have that they got to have their AR so them and their friends can fight the government if the government gets out of hand, you're going to lose. You know, I, like I'm a, I'm a little bit. The United bit... States government has fucking predator drones and yeah, tanks and yeah. you and your fat fucking friends with your AR-15s are not going to do anything. You don't need them. True. I, I agree with m- most of that. The the one thing I do think is that I don't think any weapons at all should be banned. What I do think is that America needs a tiered licensing system and mandatory insurance for gun owners. And I also am a gun owner. Um, I think that uh, you would have like tier one, which is basically like your, your two a rights, your fucking right to bear arms. You can have a shotgun, a break barrel shotgun. You can have a bolt action rifle, or you can have a revolver. That's it. Because those are like the least likely that you could commit a mass fucking murder with. Um, and I think that's a, a fair compromise tier two that's where you can get into your semi-automatic weapons, but you need to do a certain amount of hours. I, I you know, obviously experts would have to come up with this shit, um, like the the details of it. But tier two, you, you know, they'd come up with some kind of fucking uh, qualifications that you would have to meet to then purchase those guns. Semi-automatic pistols, semi-automatic rifles, doesn't matter. Then you have tier three. You can get whatever the fuck you want at tier three, but you have to do like, you know, I don't know. 2000 hours of fucking training and like the most expensive insurance that's available or something like that. And I think that with those things added up, it would greatly reduce the amount of people that are even seeking those kinds of weapons. You know what I mean? Like you would have it to, would, but the other, it would, but that limits, that limits those kind of weapons to only people who can afford the insurance. That's true. That, I, I, but of yeah. course those weapons are the most expensive anyway. So, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, like I said, I, my I just, neighborhood, I live in a um, kind of like you, I guess. It's not really a poor neighborhood, but I live in an old neighborhood, but I live adjacent to many poor neighborhoods. Um, and I doubt that there's more than five AR-15s within that block. Now, there's probably a shitload of handguns. There's probably a shitload of yeah. shotguns. Um probably not a lot of hunting rifles. I would guess it's mostly handguns and shotguns um, and not a lot of AR 15s because most of my neighbors are Asian Hispanic or no, that's pretty much it. Like there's not, there's not a lot of black folks that live around me, (laughs) maybe a couple families just in my neighborhood. But uh, for the most part, it's um, I live in a highly Asian and Hispanic area, but um, 
and they're not really known for walking around with their AR-15s. No, not really. So I, I agree. I agree that the guns, the the statement that the guns are not the problem, is technically correct. Yeah, the guns are not the problem. However, we have so many other fucking problems with especially men and especially young men in this country that the guns just make the problem worse. Oh, absolutely. And, while the gun may not be the problem, fucking gun culture is, you know, like gun culture is all about the, the best, like, uh, how do I put it? If you've ever been involved in gun culture, you know, yeah, just like the, the constant emphasis on like having a gun in case shit gets weird, always training, constantly being on alert. Like when I, like when I first got a, when I first got, um, you don't need a license for a handgun in California, but you have to take a little training course. Yeah. So I, I had to take when it I too. first did that. Yeah. The little, the, the handgun safety card or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. When I first did that, the guy who was doing the course was like, you got to have a plan to kill everyone you meet. Like, so every time each one of you walked in here, I was looking at your chest, thinking about where I'd shoot you. If I had to shoot you, it's like, that's the mentality that starts people down this road of being suspicious and angry. Yeah. I mean, well, and, when you throw that in then like, oh yeah, and here's a rifle, be suspicious and angry and hate people who are different from you and always have a plan to kill them. Yeah. Shit's going to go bad. So maybe the gun isn't actually the problem, but it doesn't help. Yeah, for sure. And I, I get the whole argument of, you know, if you walk around with a hammer, everything looks like a nail and you know, there's, there's yeah, plenty exactly. of analogies you could use. Um, my thing is that it, it's a, I, I like to choose the middle way because <laughs> I'm very non-confrontational. Uh, I mean, I'm non-confrontational when it comes to like the big things like, like this, because I really, I'm, I want to see an outcome where everybody walks away feeling like it was a good decision. And uh, I feel it's never going to happen. It's not, but I feel like the tiered, a tiered licensing system, regardless of the insurance, maybe take the insurance out of the equation because as you stated, it, it does prohibit, um, you know, younger or not younger, but well, probably younger, but also just, you know, less well-off people from participating in, you know, maybe hunting or sport shooting or whatever else that they might want to be interested in. Um, but the, the, the tiered licensing would be, at least a compromise you know what i mean because you wouldn't say like well we're not banning anything we're just saying that if you want that weapon you have to meet these requirements and if you don't meet those requirements you, you can't have that weapon i'm sorry like that's that's basically like to me that's an acceptable compromise that a reasonable person on either side of the argument could agree upon you know and that includes like you know in-depth background checks and you know all that kind of stuff and my argument for that is you need a, a, a different license depending on what, what kind of vehicle you want to drive, right? It, you you can get a car. You have to take the car test. You have to have a certain amount of hours of training behind the wheel. Um, if you want to take a, if you want a motorcycle, you have to take a motorcycle test and have a certain amount of hours, you know, on the bike. If you want to drive a, a CDL truck, which would be like the assault weapons in this case, you have to have a fuck ton of training to get that license. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, you can get it. Anybody can get it, but you have to do the training and show that you're competent enough to operate that piece of equipment, whether it's a weapon or a truck. That's that's my yeah, I just only thing. <laughs> I think it's a good compromise. But again, like yeah, like you're saying, the 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 gun culture probably won't even allow that. <laughs> no, they never would. Because it just like just like your fucking lifted truck, the gun is now the ultimate symbol of American freedom. But I just can't I can't get my head around how saying you can't have this particular kind of rifle because it tends to be the one that's the most dangerous to the public. That doesn't infringe on my right to have a weapon to defend myself you know i that's true and we did have, have an assault weapons ban before so i mean yeah, it's exactly yeah it's um and honestly like it, it wouldn't affect me because i never planned on owning an assault weapon anyway or i mean an ar-15 or any kind of pistol grip type thing like that just doesn't yeah, appeal ammo's to me. too expensive to shoot that fast me either yeah, I mean, it just for me, I do want to get a rifle, not an assault rifle, but I do want to get a rifle for, you know, that would be halfway decent for hunting. 
Um, and then I want to get yeah. a, sh- a shotgun for home defense because right now I have two pistols, but they're not, you know, uh, I don't really trust pistols in a home defense situation. <laughs> There's too many, too many hollow walls and things like that where a shotgun is less likely to hit an innocent family member in the opposite room. Well, that's the other thing. If you're, if you're shooting an AR-15 and we're getting into, you know, specifics about guns that people might not know about or care about, but yeah, you know, five, five, six goes extremely fast and if you're shooting an ar at someone in your home it may go through them and penetrate a wall if you miss it's absolutely going to penetrate multiple walls so oh, it's yeah. just a stupid it's a it's you know, a, like actually an apartment like if i sh- if i shot an ar down my hallway from my bedroom it would go through my kitchen wall through my garage and into my neighbor's house without slowing down it it yeah. Unless it hit a stud. And I, and I, I but think if it that's, just went through the drywall, it'd be in my neighbor's living room. And that's a stupid thing to do. That's the thing I don't think people realize is that the the, the five five six round, it, people look at like a whole thing and think that that's the bullet. But the bullet is just that thing in the tip. And in a in a two two three or five five six round is a very, very small bullet with a huge fucking shell by comparison. And so like, like you're yes. saying, like it's, it's a lot of power that's shooting this tiny thing just at ridiculous velocities, but yeah. yeah it's, and, and you don't, it's a bad choice inside a home anyway. And even if it was, even if it was a good choice inside a home, who cares? There are other choices like a shotgun or a handgun. It does not infringe upon your rights to say you yeah. can't have this gun with a 30 round magazine. You just can't. It, you still have the right to defend yourself. You still have the right to hunt. Yeah. But it doesn't. It doesn't infringe on anybody's rights. No, you know, it just. It does stupid, and it, it's. It's getting to the point where. If they don't compromise, then full bans are going to be the result. Yeah. I mean, that's just no, that's a, yeah, exactly. That's just what's going to happen. People are going to be so like mom, like parents specifically, are going to get so tired of seeing their kids and their kids' friends and and things dying. Um, in these events that they're going to push their congressman for a full ban. And then, then, then you really lose out. I just like the, the, I think the reason why I try to pick the middle way is because strict idealism, no matter which side you're on is only going to lead to, to future suffering. I mean, I think, (coughs) excuse me. I think an assault weapons ban, and I hate that term assault weapon because it's very yeah. nebulous. You can, you know, but we'll just call it that because that's what we call it in this country. I think that is the middle way. It's 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 a rifle that is not really useful for home defense. Yes, you can use it. There are situations where it might be fine, but in general, it's not a good choice. It's not a hunting rifle. No, an AR-15 is generally not a you know like a long range target rifle. That's not what it's built for. No. So I think. I think you can you can enjoy the sport. You can hunt. You can defend yourself. You can target shoot. What are, with all kinds of different guns that are not as dangerous to the public. And again, I realize it's not the rifle shooting people. It's the people with the rifle. But it you, gives someone you, with the inclination to kill people more of a chance to kill people. That's true. I do. I do agree with that. Uh, what do you think about like the French model, where like you can basically shoot whatever the fuck you want, but it has to be at a gun club. That way you still get the ammo. You can still appease the ammo sexuals that just want to feel like a big fucking man shooting a, shooting a big old assault rifle um, or something like that. But it's I'd in a contained fine. place. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not, um, not something See, that's just I, out on the street. I do believe, I believe people do have an absolute right to self-defense. That's why I have a concealed weapons permit. So I don't think people should be forced to shoot their guns only in a gun club. How, well, although... The only reason I have a concealed weapons permit is because I live in fucking America and I feel like I need one sometimes. I bet if I oh, lived in France, I wouldn't feel that way. I mean more just for um just for assault weapons. Like like you can That'd shoot... be totally fine with me. That, yeah. That's what if I mean. You like, had, like a club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean like if, that... if there was a controlled process where you had to like check in, check out. Yeah. Um, and you could shoot whatever you want there, that's fine with me. Yeah, that's I what care. I mean. Like any other kind of weapon, like what like what you were saying, like it'd basically be in effect, what you're saying, an assault weapons ban, but here's the asterisk. You can sh- still shoot those guns, but you have to go to 
uh, a licensed, you know, regulated gun club and shoot at their range to to shoot those guns if you want to feel like, you know, a big old American man. <laughs> Which I don't yeah, fucking fine. understand, but that's you know, fine. whatever. Totally uh, fine. God damn. All right. Uh, I got about. Oh, and while we're while we're talking about it, fuck the fucking cops. Who oh, let parents yeah. go in. It didn't go in themselves. Jesus yep. Christ. Yeah, I'm sure uh, you've probably seen the meme. Like we've all seen the meme uh, that uh, it said something like uh, firefighters don't wait an hour while a building burns before they put the fire out. That's probably why there's no songs of yeah. like fuck the fire department. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're gonna just fuck. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, I, I can't. It, it, I, I've been trying not to think about it too much because if I do, it's just going to not be good for my mental health. Um, oh, totally. You know to- what I mean? Totally. Like, and you can't, like, th- these people who are like, yeah, let's arm the teachers. Really? The goddamn cops with their guns didn't even go in. You want to give some, you know, like, 40 year old woman who's been a teacher her whole life a gun and say do yeah. what the cops and, won't do fuck off and honestly like in the other fucking thing is they're saying like oh let's put cops and and all or not cops but uh you know ex-combat veterans and shit yeah. in, in all the classrooms and it's like you know what no i don't want my kid to feel like they're going into a war zone to learn fucking right. math you know what i mean like <laughs> and apparently they won't do anything anyway who's to s- let's say we yeah. put in an armed off-duty cop in every classroom he might just leave or not do anything because apparently that's what they do. Yeah. There, there it's, it's literally, we have a whole slew of law enforcement people that love the image, but have zero fucking balls. They're all just cowards. Unless it's an unarmed black person, they, you know, exactly. You know, they're not going to show that they have any aggression whatsoever in them. They're bullies. That's what they are. They're bullies. <laughs> yes. And even even people who are like, fuck the police, and I'm in that camp. If a cop goes in there and stops a school shooter, I will praise that cop. That's like the thing they're supposed to do. Yeah. And they don't. They didn't even do it. No. It, oh, it, here's, okay. Hot take. I've got about 10-ish minutes left because I got uh, previous engagements. Um, but uh, I haven't gotten as much pushback on this as I thought I was going to get. But I kind of appalled at the amount of people that are just saying that it was an act of evil. Number one, I don't like the word evil because it implies some kind of moral superiority, which I don't believe in whatsoever. Um, So I don't think it's a helpful term. Uh, A tragic situation, uh, you could call it. Um, And the shooter is also somebody that people I think should find some empathy for. Yeah. He shot kids. He was also a kid. He was also a kid who had a drug addicted mom who was abused, who was bullied, who, I mean that like it literally is the classic, like almost Columbine style story. And, and until, and I see this because I have a school aged daughter in California. Granted, she goes to a very fucking white suburban school that we're trying to get her out of. Um, but kids are fucking brutal. And the reason why those yeah. kids are brutal is because their parents are fucking brutal. That's the yep, only way absolutely. that happens. That is the only yeah, way you that happens. It. Those kids see their yep. parents yelling at Fox News at, at, you know, Joe Biden or whoever the fuck they don't like. Um, and then their kids pick up on that. They hear their parents saying these want to, I'm sorry, I might blurp that out. Um, I'm part of the LGBTQ community. I don't know. I, Dave, you're not on Instagram, so you didn't see that coming out and everything, but I am pansexual. So everybody on the podcast, now you know that. Um, so, but you know, whatever they hear their, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't care who you are. If I'm attracted to you, I'll fuck you. Basically is what it comes down to. (laughs) Um, I have no, honestly, just as an aside, I wish I was, I was told, I've told my wife before, I wish I could say that about myself because that's just like, and this is a terrible man thing to say. That's another half the population I could check out. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not. No, I mean, I'm definitely like, I definitely have my preferences, but you know, it's, you know, whatever, regardless, 
anyway, they hear their parents say these derogatory words, is what I should say, um, you know, at their screen. And they see them agreeing with the don't say gay bills. And they see them, you know, agreeing with yeah. transgender bathroom rules and, you know, all these things. And then they take that to school with them. I mean, the, sh- the shooter himself, I guess, put on eyeliner at one point, And then the kids called him the, the F word. You know what I mean? Like, so the whole situation is shitty and it could have been stopped at so many fucking levels, so many levels. Yes. But our social safety net in this country is so goddamn shitty that it allowed a kid like that to fall through the cracks. Our gun legislation in this country is so shitty. It allowed an 18 year old to go buy two assault weapons and a ton of ammunition. No questions asked. And our police force and school system is so shitty. They allowed this kid to go into a school and wreck havoc for an hour. And, and I, I just, I feel like there needs to be like, that needs to be part of the fucking conversation. And it's not. And it drives me nuts. Every news story I see is all about guns, 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 guns. And there's a fucking huge stack of bricks underneath the AR-15 at the top of of every situation that could have stopped it before it got to the gun. Like, why did that kid feel like he needed to get a gun? Like, can we solve the problem? The problem isn't the gun. And that's kind of part of why I do think that, like, it's I I have to agree with the right on that one is that the gun isn't inherently the problem. But their solution. I agree completely. Their solution is Jesus. And my solution is empathy. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's like the biggest thing is yeah they they want they want more jesus in school and more forced theocracy and shit like that and that's honestly why i think we're we're heading towards a a fucking civil war because half of us are are rational logical thinking people that just want to kind of have like a a happy medium and the other half of us are putting their feet in the fucking dirt and saying kicking and screaming and saying, no, this is what we're doing or, or else, or else what? I don't know. They're going to have heart attacks and their legs amputated from their diabetes. I don't know. See, that's the thing is I, I don't think the AR-15 is inherently the problem, but we're not going to fix the actual problem in a timely fashion. So we have to do something. So if that means yeah. we got to ban a certain type of gun, so less people, because yeah, school shootings are still going to happen. Yeah. But if, if they happen with a revolver or bolt action instead of an AR, well, that's, that's some harm reduction. It's still shitty, but it's less bad. Yeah. You know, it's funny because we're not, because that's the same argument I used. My cousin's pretty, um, I wouldn't say she's Trumpy, but she's definitely like a second amendment type person. Um, but she was saying like basically the same thing. She doesn't think that that's going to keep the criminals from getting the guns. And I made that the same even terminology you used, I said, yeah, but it's harm reduction and that should count for something. Right. And yeah, so I, I do agree. And you know, maybe we could even do like a, again, like a, like we did in 94, you know, do like a 30 year, 20, 20 or 30 year ban on assault weapons. And like, Hey, we'll revisit this in 30 years. See where society's at. (laughs) If we need to renew it, we'll renew it. You know, put it, put an expiration date on it. I don't have any faith that we're going to fix our societal, problems that are the brute cause of this you know our fetishization of violence and tox and people hate this term but toxic masculinity which it absolutely is yeah yeah there is toxic masculinity uh, that's what we need to fix but if we're not going to fix that we have to i've I've said it like this before if we can't be adults with our guns we have to take away some of our guns yeah that's all there is to it yeah absolutely i I agree we've shown that we can't be responsible with our guns so we need to have less guns unfortunately that's just the way it goes yeah, the problem is the thing is, is I almost see that as the trigger for the civil war. <laughs> uh, it it is stupid. It is stupid and childish as it is. That is how fucking like into their ideology the right wing of this country is. Like, I mean, yeah, but I think a lot of the, there there's there's undoubtedly some of them that are actually dangerous. A lot of them are just loudmouth, lazy fucks. They're not going to do anything. 
And I'm not even talking about I'm not talking about going house to house and confiscating guns. That'd be a fucking bloodbath. This is, you know, yeah. This is America. There's more guns than people. Yeah. I'm just saying maybe we stop selling them for a while, you know? Yeah. Maybe we say you can't buy new ones and if you got one, you can keep it. That's fine. You can't sell it. Nobody else can buy it. We're just going to we're just going to stop where we're at. There's enough of them. We're good. Yeah, that's that's fair. Because I don't believe in confiscation. That would never. It, that yeah, that would, that would be that would turn bad real fast. It would. It would be a disaster. Yeah. Well, then maybe if it's not that, it's going to be a working class rise up against the capitalist uh, oligarchy that we're currently under. <laughs> billionaires shouldn't exist. We can talk about that next time. But yeah. billionaires should not exist. Yeah, we we should try to do this uh, biweekly. I think I can I can work in a, a biweekly schedule for this one. Yeah, I think I think I can too. Yeah, because cool. I mean, we didn't even get into abortion bans or the didn't really go into the LGBT stuff at all. Well, that's not going away. So yeah. we can we can definitely do it again. Fucking war in Ukraine. God damn, the world's a fucked up place, isn't it? <laughs> it ain't. It's it's. <laughs> it's not getting any better. That's yeah, not good. 